Welcome to Created to Reign, a podcast of the Cornwall Alliance for the Stewardship of Creation. I'm Cal Beisner, President of the Cornwall Alliance, and today I want to talk a bit about the possibility that President Joe Biden will declare a climate emergency and, under the declaration, order sweeping spending designed to curb man-made global warming. On June 30, the Supreme Court ruled in West Virginia v. EPA. The landmark decision clipped the wings of the Federal Environmental Protection Agency, insisting that it had to have actual statutory authority, given by Congress, to impose regulations that would require broad, structural, and high-cost changes to the electric power-generating industry. In this case, EPA's ability to regulate carbon dioxide emissions was severely limited. But the ruling has broad implications for a great deal of other regulation by other executive branch agencies. You can read more about that in David Wojcik's article, EPA Stuck Between a Rock and a Hard Place, on our blog at cornwallalliance.org. Two weeks later, negotiations among Senate Democrats over what climate change-related energy spending a budget reconciliation bill should contain collapsed, with Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat of West Virginia, putting the nail in the coffin. I spoke about that on this podcast, July 15, and you can read about it in The Man Who Saved Your Economy on our blog. Reacting to their huge losses in both the Supreme Court decision and Manchin's killing of climate action in the budget bill, Democratic leadership went ballistic. Senator Edward Markey, Democrat of Massachusetts, who has fought for years for legislation to curb climate change, responded, Rage keeps me from tears. Senator Sheldon Whitehouse of Rhode Island, whom E&E News calls perhaps the Senate's top climate hawk, said, with legislative climate options now closed, it's now time for executive beast mode, whatever that is. In short, Democrats were demanding that President Joe Biden declare a climate emergency and, under that declaration, immediately impose sweeping restrictions on CO2 emissions without congressional action. Now, though, the White House has announced that Biden won't make any such declaration at least not soon. So, President Biden isn't going to declare a climate emergency right now, doing which would, he thinks, free him to impose all kinds of draconian energy policies without congressional authorization, though he indicates he intends to do so sometime. Granted that he didn't seem to know the difference between having cancer and having had cancer in the past— it's anybody's guess how well the president understands anything about global climate change and the physics, engineering, and economics of providing the massive amounts of reliable, affordable energy necessary to lift and keep whole societies out of poverty and protect people from all the physical dangers that threaten them, or even what he might think he has authority under the Constitution, which he swore at his inauguration to uphold and protect to do about climate change and energy policy. This much we can be sure. Whatever he does, first, will be driven by needless fears of existential threat from anthropogenic global warming. Second, will hugely favor unreliable and unscalable wind and solar energy over hydrocarbons. Third, will therefore, to the extent that it's implemented, 
further escalate energy prices and reduce energy reliability, impoverishing and endangering taxpayers. Fourth, will ignite another flurry of legal challenges that will enrich plaintiffs' lawyers, enrich defendants, that's Biden's, that is, the federal government's lawyers, and impoverish taxpayers who will get stuck paying the bills of both. And fifth, will be heavily truncated after what are likely to be years-long litigations by a Supreme Court, the majority of whose members, as demonstrated in their recent decision in West Virginia v. EPA, actually believe the United States has a constitution that means what it says, and that says the executive branch's duty is not to make laws, but to execute laws passed by Congress. To expand a bit on those last two points, Elizabeth Gotin, a co-director of the Liberty and National Security Program at the Brennan Center for Justice at New York University School of Law, wrote in the Washington Post last year, quote, Emergency powers are designed for events such as terrorist attacks, epidemics, and natural disasters, unquote. She added that they, quote, aren't intended to address persistent problems no matter how dire, and they aren't meant to be an end run around Congress, unquote. So when and if Biden does attempt to declare a climate emergency and use it as basis for sweeping climate and energy spending decisions, his effort is likely to fall flat. Let's hope it does, if he tries it. Thanks for listening to Created to Rain. Learn more about the Cornwall Alliance at cornwallalliance.org. Please tell your friends about us and this podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do. In any case, be sure to give us a five-star rating to help spread the message. <laughs>